Welcome to the Homeschool Radio Show Network and welcome to the Brain Coach Tips brought to you by Dr. Jan Bedell, a teacher, author, curriculum designer, and a neurodevelopmentalist. Dr. Jan has changed the lives of thousands through the utilization of the neurodevelopmental approach to life. She trains parents and professionals how to improve the lives of those with learning issues. Now, here she is to present this week's podcast. Hello, I'm Jan Bedell, the Little Giant Steps Brain Coach. Welcome back for another Brain Coach Tip. There seems to be more and more families seeking help for their children to function better emotionally, behaviorally, as well as academically. So thanks for being proactive and alert to anything that can help your child. One way to help is to be informed about the pitfalls our society has unknowingly put in place through our cultural practices. These pitfalls can be avoided by putting some knowledge into action. That's what we are all about here at BrainCoachTips.com. There are many episodes posted so far that cover a wide range of topics here at BrainCoachTips. Whether you have a typically developing, gifted, or developmentally challenged child in your home, there is something here for everyone. The reason is, everyone has a brain, and that brain can work better. You just need to know some simple ways to give specific stimulation and that results in better function. In my search over the last 20 plus years for anything that would help my clients, I found that the chemistry of the body can have a profound positive or negative effect on our brains. This chemistry is also referred to as the metabolic function of a body. How these trillions of cells in our body work together is a mystery that I think only God really knows. As our technology improves, more and more is coming out about the chemistry of the body that feeds the brain with the fuel it needs to function as it was designed. If there is an interference from heavy metals that comes from a variety of sources like mercury fillings and other environmental sources, or if there's gut issues causing malabsorption of nutrients, just to name a couple of things that could go wrong with our chemistry, then the brain's function is compromised. This can cause foggy thinking, sensory issues, allergies, as well as setting up the body to have difficulty fighting off disease. If you know someone that is having some issues with their immune system, like frequent colds, eczema, heavy metal toxicity, candida, autoimmune issues, or hypersensitivity issues, please encourage them to set up a free metabolic consultation. To start the process, send an email to office at littlegiantsteps.com. Put metabolic consult in the subject line and we will begin the process of scheduling that free consult for you. Metabolic issues can be huge, but the neurodevelopmental approach, which I've studied and implemented for over 25 years, is also huge in its abilities to help a person function better. With the knowledge you gain from the study of the neurodevelopmental approach for life, you can hold the key to releasing your family's full potential. I say the whole family because it's never too late to help a person's brain work better. So even if you're an adult and have struggled with some of these things all your life, there is hope. Before we get started on our topic for today, I ask that you share the website Brain Coach Tips with someone you know. You just never know when you will be answered prayer for someone 
that you didn't even know was struggling. All of these years of helping families incorporate the neurodevelopmental approach through the Little Giant Steps products and programs has proven to me that we're on the right track to bring help and hope. Be sure to sign up for the newsletter on the homepage at littlegiantsteps.com. That short newsletter provides more neurodevelopmental tips as well as discounts for products. Little Giant Steps also has many free articles and tremendous resources available to you at littlegiantsteps.com. If you have a topic that you'd like for me to discuss here at Brain Coach Tips, email those requests to office at littlegiantsteps.com and put in the subject line, Brain Coach Topics. I'd love to hear from you. Now, to give you a preview of next week's topic, I'll be discussing kindergarten skills for successful academics. Life can be a whole lot easier if your young child's brain is organized and optimized to begin those formal years of education and academics. Now, let's focus our attention on the topic of long-term memory boosters. Be sure to make a mental note to yourself to look for the handouts at braincoachtips.com for this and many of the other podcasts that I've done. This will give you information that's a companion to go with these presentations. First, let's kind of draw an analogy of what long-term memory really is. If you think of it as a computer, the RAM of the computer, that's your short-term memory. When I first started using computers, the RAM was a little iffy. Like, if you didn't save it every little bit, it never made it to the hard drive. And sometimes, that's what happens with our brain. If there's something shorting out, it never ends up in our long-term memory. So think about your long-term memory as the hard drive on the computer. That's where the lasting impression of that information is. The RAM just uses it in, in the interim and then puts it on the hard drive. So we've got two questions we've got to answer when we're looking at long-term memory. One is, where is the information stored when your brain takes in the information? And then the second thing is, how is it stored? We believe it's stored either through visualization or conceptualization. Let's take the first question first. Where is that information stored? We believe it has everything to do with dominance. So if you have good organization, then your brain is able to go with the heredity that says, oh, I'm right-handed, or no, I'm left-handed, because that is hereditary. Now, different things can influence the eye and ear, like ear infections, or one eye's not working as well, or you always lay your baby down on one side, and so one eye's blocked. Lots of things that can influence the eye and ear dominance. So we have to start with the hand, and we want everything to line up with the hand so that you're bringing information in that one place and putting it over where you can always access it. Now, we don't really have time today to talk about this because I've already done a whole podcast on that. Number 23, if you'll go back and listen to that one, it's, but you knew it yesterday, what happened on the test. This will help you understand a lot about dominance. So now let's look at how information is stored. One way is through conceptualization. That is thinking in words and storing information in words. Now how can you tell a person is a conceptualizer? 
One way you can tell about this is you can ask them to describe a picture. If their description is like, say you want them to describe a mountain stream, and they say, it's cool, it's refreshing, it's rippling, the sun sparkles off of it, it's peaceful. All of those kinds of things are word descriptions and not visual descriptions really at all. They're taking in the senses and giving you a description based on seeing, hearing, smelling, all of those senses. The other way to store information is through visualizing it, and that's seeing it in pictures. Oftentimes, women are visual and men are conceptual in their storage of information. This can make it hard to communicate. You really need to be good at both to communicate well and get along well in the world. But the wife may paint a picture and you watch the husband's eyes glaze over with all the details of the picture and he can't see the picture so it doesn't make any sense to him. Remember, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. So when he tries to communicate, he tells her something and because she thinks in pictures and all she's getting is words, she doesn't understand and it makes communication tough. Just like with learning styles where it's good to be good in all the learning styles because certain information needs to come in that way, I feel the same way about visualization and conceptualization. For academics, some information is just better stored in a picture. We believe spelling is one of those things, and you can go back and listen to that podcast on spelling, but we tend to take a picture of the word, and when we write it down, it doesn't match the picture that we see, and so then we can correct our spelling. If we don't see in pictures, sometimes it makes it very difficult. Of course, maps would be another thing that would be stored visually, so a conceptualizer might have difficulty with maps. Some information is just better stored in words, too, and that involves the senses like I was talking about. There's a marriage ministry that I attended years ago that recommended that you describe how you feel in terms of senses to help the spouse really relate to the feelings that you had. So, for an example, when such and such happens, you would say to them, when such and such happened, I felt on the top of the world like I was writhing in a hot air balloon. So you get that sense, right? Someone else might say, when such and such happened, it was like smelling burnt toast and it tasted like out-of-date milk. So that really gives you something that you can relate to in your senses, right? So that is a conceptual way of relating with someone. Now, what do we do about this? If you're a strong visualizer and you can't even imagine conceptualizing, what do you do? And vice versa. Let's start with visualization. One thing that you can do, this is seen in pictures. So one thing you can do is use visual discrimination cards. These can be found at littlegiantsteps.com. There's 12 different cards that look very similar. You hold up one large card and they have to find the match as quickly as possible. Now, with the especially with the upper levels, level 7, 8, 9, and 10 that are objects, 
This is very interesting because there's a string of these objects and to help with that visualization, you can hold the card up for just a few seconds, take it away, and not only are they using their visual memory, but also visual discrimination, helping them to see that string of objects as a picture. Something else that I really like to recommend for this is vocabulary cartoons. You can also find that at the Little Giant Step store. There's one for grades three through seven, and then there's the SAT prep one and prep two. So this is a picture mnemonic that helps them remember what the description of the word is. So they have to store that picture in their head as a picture to help them to know about the definition. So this actually works on two things at one time, obviously expanding their vocabulary, but also seen in pictures. You can also do just exercises where they do visual descriptions. So they would describe a picture, and you might have to model this for them for a little while, especially if they're strong conceptualizers, because they tend to just make a list. There's a flower, there's a vase, there's a table, there's a window, there's curtains. Well, a visual description would be there's a table in the very front of the picture that takes up three-fourths of the front of the picture. And on that table, there's a small vase with an orchid. It's just beautiful. It goes way up, and, and then the blooms are right at the top. And right behind that are windows that are open. They're paned windows, and the windows are thrown open, and the sashes are holding back the fluffy curtains. So you see actually the picture of what I'm talking about instead of just a list of what's in there. So that's a good way to work on visualization. You can also do multi-digit mental math. That would help to hold a problem in your head and have to work it, you know, like you're skywriting or something. And then even removing the skywriting so you're just looking. And then games like Mancala or Checkers or Chess where you see several moves ahead will help with visualization too. To help with conceptualization, you can use things like Sudoku puzzles. Descriptions like I talked about earlier where you're using the five senses in your description. Last week we talked about preschool essentials and next week we're going to be targeting kindergarten. We're always trying to add to our neurodevelopmental innovations here at Little Giant Steps to meet the needs of our audience. We're announcing two new programs to help you prepare your young ones for academics. We've created a mini program for preschool, a mini program for kindergarten. Last week we talked about those six areas of development that are needed to do well in school and life. So each mini program will list activities that address directly or indirectly each of those six areas of development. This will be similar to the neurodevelopmental activities that are offered in the Early Learning Foundations, but will not include the math portion. So if you just love your math curriculum and you don't want to change, but you do want that neurodevelopment, instead of changing to Early Learning Foundations Level 1 for preschool and Level 2 for kindergarten, you can use the mini program with the math that you have. 
These will include web training where all the activities are listed and they have a video that go with them so you know exactly what you're doing and a tracking sheet that can help you know what you've gotten done toward your neurological efficiency. Each school year will be divided into three parts and a different mini program would be used for each part of the year so as to continue the progression through the brain development that needs to happen. Stay tuned next week for more details as that is all the time I have for today. I hope that I've assisted you in your journey toward understanding how you can use brain boosters like visualization, conceptualization, and don't forget to go back and find out about dominance to help your child's long-term memory. This could make your homeschool easier and more effective. Don't forget about the free metabolic consultations if there's autoimmune responses or inattentiveness, gut issues or emotional behavioral challenges or more. Just email office at littlegiantsteps.com to get started with your free metabolic consultation. Next week, I'll be talking about kindergarten skills for successful academics. Oh, I almost forgot. Another quick announcement is I'm going to be on a fellow podcaster show on Sunday, October the 8th at 8.15 Central Standard Time. So here's a quick message from Mary Beth at Roadhouse homeschool moms. Hey Brain Coach listeners, this is Mary Beth Goff, the Road Trip Teacher, coming to you with a personal invitation to come over and check out our podcast, Road School Moms, live every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. My sassy co-host, Kimberly Travaglino, co-founder of Full-Time Families, joins me from wherever in the world we are to bring you trusted Road School Moms approved resources. You see, Kimberly and I are part of an ever-growing community of full-time RVing families. Yep, you heard me right. I travel full-time in an RV and homeschool my four kiddos on the road. The good news is you don't have to live in an RV to be encouraged by our podcast. So come on over to Road School Moms, where education meets adventure from wherever in the world you are. You can find both of us at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. You can also follow us on Pinterest for many ideas that align up with the neurodevelopmental approach that I post there. I'm Jan Bedell, Dash, Brain Coach on Pinterest. We also have great question and answer opportunities on Facebook, or you can always email us at office at littlegiantsteps.com. I want to encourage you to stay tuned to the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, where you will receive more of these Brain Coach tips to make life and learning easier. In the meantime, please visit our sponsor, LittleGiantSteps.com. They are dedicated to equipping you as parents so that your children can reach their full potential. Remember, neurodevelopment is a dynamic approach to life at any age. So think differently. The solution is not in the problem. Until next week, the Brain Coach signing off.